Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit from God, Amen. The Gospel of today is about Zacchaeus. It's a conversion story. And I think the best story that we would listen to is a conversion story. A change that someone would undergo and a change we are all willing to experience and to undergo. We are all looking for a change in our lives. But I want to ask two questions and try to answer those two questions. What would make a change in someone's love? And number two, what is the measure that there is a change happening in someone's love? So what triggers the, the change in someone's life? And what is the measure? How do we know that there is a change that's happening? I think we're looking to the, the story of Zacchaeus. I think he can help us. Or the story can help us to get an answer to those two questions. And by the way, the reading from the book of Acts is also about a conversion story. The conversion of St. Paul. Who was persecuting Christians who enjoyed a very uh, privileged place or position among the Jews. But... He gave up all of that. And he accepted to be persecuted. The one who was persecuting Christian became persecuted. And in, in one of his epistles, the second epistle to the Corinthians, he listed a long list of the persecution he, he went through. So again... The two questions we, we need to, to answer. What triggers a change in someone's life? And what is the measure? Let's begin by the first one. What triggers a change in someone's life? If you really look to these two stories, Zacchaeus and, uh, and St. Paul, what triggers the change? Hmm. What triggers the change? Seeing Jesus. It's an encounter. It's a meeting with Jesus Christ. And in that meeting, two things would happen. And I, and that's exactly what we all need to experience. Two things. One, we recognize that we are sinners. Because when you meet the holiness of God, you recognize how sinner you are. But this is not the end. This is not the end. Because if we only look to our sins, we would, we would fall into low self-esteem or uh, just feeling we, we, we are worthless, we might lose hope. But this is not what we need to get. We need to get, yes, we are sinners, but we have a new hope. The hope of forgiveness 
and the hope of transformation. The hope of a change in our lives. So the meeting with Christ is what triggers a change in everyone's life. That's why we, we need to ask for this meeting, for this encounter. We come to church to encounter our Lord Jesus Christ. And if we didn't do that, or pray for it, or hope for, it, for this, I think we, our coming to church is in vain. We need to come to meet with him. And when, when Zacchaeus longed to meet with Jesus Christ, then a change happened in his life. And his desire, his internal desire to meet with Jesus Christ was always met by a response from Jesus. He saw him and he knew the desire of his heart and he not just he is not just accepted him or told him I know that you love me or you want to meet with me no Jesus went to his house and because of that Jesus was condemned by the Jews saying he this man Jesus Christ this man is is going to to sit and enter the houses of the sinners. Because we know that the tax collectors were unjust people. They were taking from the people money more than they deserve. So the desire of, of Zacchaeus to meet with Jesus Christ was, was met by a response from him, from Jesus to, to get into his house. And again, this is what triggers a change in his life. This would lead us to the second question. What are the signs of the change? When, when Jesus entered the house of Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus was overwhelmed. And he did two things. He said, Lord, I'm going to give half of my wealth, half of my money, to the poor. Two. I'm gonna, if I took any money from anyone unjustly, I'm gonna give fourfold. I'm gonna return fourfold for each penny I took unjustly. And we need to think of these two. One, he started to be charitable. He started to be thinking of others. So he decided to give half of his money to the poor. That's a, a great sign of a change. The sign of change is when I go out of myself, I go out of my way to think of others. I get out of my self-centeredness to think of others. If you want to, we always, we, we always ask for a practical uh, teaching. I think this is very practical. If you want to know if there is a change happening in your life, when you look for others, when you take care of others, when you get out of yourself to reach out to others, by all means, then you know that there is a change happening in you. 
The more you are self-centered, the more you are, the more you know that you are away from Christ. So when Jesus entered the house of Zacchaeus, two things happened. One, he started to think of others. He said, I'm going to give half of my, my money to the poor. Number two, he felt, he remembered his sins and how unjust he was and how much money he took unjustly from people. And he said, I'm going to return for each penny I took unjustly. I'm going to return fourfold. I want you to think how much by these few words that that Zacchaeus said to Jesus Christ. How much he lost from his money. Half of it, fourfold of most of what he collected. Because most of what he collected was unjust. Was unjustly. So... Most of what he collected was unjust. So to return fourfold, I think he lost, I would assume, 80% of his wealth. Half of it, 50% for to the poor. And fourfold of anything he took unjustly. I think he wasn't left off more than 20%. But for him, this is nothing. For him, this is nothing. When... We give to others. And when we repent, we gain more than what we might lose as far as the earthly stuff. He didn't... This Again, these two sentences he said to Jesus, by which he lost 80% of his money, he didn't lose. He didn't feel that he lost. Actually, he gained. And the more we give, the more we gain. We might look like we are losing, but actually we are gaining. That's what Jesus said when he said, whoever loses himself will gain himself. And whoever will look for himself, he will lose himself. So, I think this is what we, we need to learn this morning. That we are coming to encounter Jesus Christ. And the more we look to His holiness, His love, His, uh, His cross, His crucifixion for, for the love of mankind, the more we look to that, the more this would trigger a change in our lives. Because we, we see how much sinners we are. And how much we need to undergo a change in our lives. And the change can be measured by how much we get of ourselves and think of others. Sin is always getting into yourself, thinking of yourself. But the, 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 the holy life is getting out of yourself, out of your way to love others. I think this is a change we have seen, again, in Zacchaeus' life and in St. Paul. St. Paul was persecuting Christians, was enjoying a very high position in the Jewish community. But when he met Christ, he, and, and surprisingly, when Jesus met him, he told, he said, I'm going to show you 
How much you will suffer for my my name? I mean, if someone is gonna meet with someone great, would should he suffer for his name? But that's that's bearing the cross. Bearing the cross. We we just celebrated the feast of the cross three days ago. We bear the cross. The cross is love. The cross is looking for others more than yourself. Jesus Christ didn't gain anything from the cross except that he loved us and saved us. For himself, he didn't. He, he seems that he lost. He lost the glory he, he has as, as a God. But he, he didn't lose. For him, loving us is a great gain. And we are called to love that much. That's how we bear the cross. I'm going to conclude with uh, uh, someone shared something with me. That in Croatia, they have, this is what the story says. I'm not sure if it is correct or not, but that's, that's the story. The story says that the, the family in Croatia is very, is very strong. The family values are very strong. And the reason why, when the people get married, they have a cross in, in, in the day of their marriage. And the bride and the bridegroom would put their hands on the cross. And in the, the wedding ceremony, the priest would tell the, the bride and the bridegroom that each one will bear the cross of the other. They will love more than they would love themselves. And if they have conflict, they will be able to resolve their conflict by bearing the cross. And what is bearing the cross? We always look to the cross as pain, suffering. It's not like that. It's more of, again, getting out of yourself to meet with others, to love others. Even if you might seem to be losing something. But at the end, you gain. Giving is a gain. By the, the, the natural mind, giving means that you lose something. You give up something. So you have something and then you give it to someone else. So you don't have possession of it anymore. But from a Christian perspective, you know, giving... Is, is gain. Because that's imitation of Christ. And that's the sign of a change. That's why the family, in, as the story says in Croatia, is, is intact because they understand. They understand that they, everyone is giving himself to the other. Love, as, as presented in the world, is something that gives me satisfaction. We all look for love. But love that satisfies me. And I don't, I don't remember if I told you this before or not. Once I was passing in the, at one of the airports. And then, and I found two books. Two books. One over the other. On one of the bookstores. And one of them is, I love me. That's the name of the book. And I think the, 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 the subtitle is 
The Science of Self-Love. And the other book was, the other book was, I think something goes along the same lines. The idea of, uh, yeah, the, the, the name of the book was, How to Love Yourself, and the subtitle, and very tiny print, it says, and sometimes others also. So love yourself. That's the, the mind of the world. Love yourself. But the life, the, the mind of Christ is love others. I mean, again, we always say the, the seven habits, the book of Stephen Covey. Think win-win. For Christianity, there is lose-win. I lose for someone to win. And, and I think this is the, the true love. The love that is willing to give, not to take. Just to make someone else happier than even me. And this is what satisfies me. Again, the love as it presented by the word, that is something giving me satisfaction. But love that is understood by Christians through Christ is is that you you give satisfaction to others and this is what makes you satisfied. We need to think of that and and may God give us to to experience that change of, of our life our lives that we get out of our, our self centeredness and as as Zacchaeus when he met Christ he changed and and he thought of the poor and he thought of all what he got unjustly. May God give us to experience that and and may God give us to grow in our spiritual life and glory be to God forever. Amen.